Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes! Please stop! I got a bad feeling about this. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Did you go out with Ray? Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Get away from her, you bitch! You're gonna need a bigger boat. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett. I am Ryan Warner. And we are the Movie Knights. Well, some of them. If you're listening to this, you're here because you want to hear our unfiltered, uncensored thoughts and opinions about what is going on in the world of movies. Dude, I still like it. I, th- I think that's three weeks in and you haven't messed it up yet. I mean, I slightly change it each time, but, you know... But the I, overall, but the gist of it is yeah, the same. Yeah, the, the gist of it. You know, I, I that was... The word gist was a word, a vocabulary word, when I was in the eighth grade. My uh, language arts teacher, because in my dumbass school, there was reading class and language arts class, because they were like, those aren't the same thing. Of course. So... In language arts, I remember the word gist. She wrote the word gist on the whiteboard. And then every 14-year-old boy in there was like, nope. And then everyone started laughing. And teacher was having none of that. And was like, be mature. It means. And then says what it means. And she goes, yeah, I just gave you the gist of what gist means. And then we blew our minds and we all stopped laughing. I don't know why I randomly went in that tangent, but I felt like I had to do it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Moving on. Um, we're going to talk about the Oscar results. Some of them we got very right. Some of them we didn't. Um, we mostly did very good. Yeah. Yeah. Nick won this year. First time I lost, but it's okay because I lost to Nicholas. He he did very well. It was just one category where we differed, and he happened to get that one right. Yeah. So good on him. Um. But first, we're going to kick it off with box office because that's just what we do and because I, I need some sense of uh, continuity in my life. And uh, coming in at first place, no surprise here, was How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, which made $55 million its opening weekend. For an animated movie? I mean, animated movies can make a lot more than that, but this is the highest of the franchise. It's yeah. going up, which doesn't happen very often, and I'm very proud of them. I still haven't seen the second one, and I will before I see the third one, Yeah. but I've heard two is great. And I'm very happy that this franchise is doing well. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, like you, I haven't seen the second one. Um, but I know Nicholas and Kyler, two other movie nights, are seeing it tonight. So I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what they have to say about it because they follow the trilogy. Yes, I'm very curious as Nick's thoughts. Hopefully, maybe even next week he can come on and talk about it. Yeah. If we can convince him because, you know, he, he needs to convince He's him. He's camera shy. <laughs> <laughs> that was all sorts of funny. It'll be funny when we actually start filming these, and then he really won't come on. Oh, yeah. No, uh, anyway, coming in second was Elite Battle Angel. It did take a 50% drop, which is normal, but for the little money it made the first time around, it's not good. However, in China, I believe it opened to $62 million or something like that. Okay. So I think there's a chance it'll break even. Maybe not. Yeah. It's not guaranteed, but we figured that it would do better in the Asian market, and it looks like it's going to do exactly that. Well, what did it make domestically? You said it fell 50%, but exactly how much did it take this weekend? It took twelve point three million this weekend. Okay, so it's crossing the over the one hundred million mark. World with... worldwide, yes. Okay. Yeah. They still have a long way to go for that. Yeah, yeah, they do. 
Coming in third was Lego Movie 2, which dropped 50% from its second weekend, so it's not bad, but it's still disappointing compared to the first movie. Like, the, right there is an example of an animated movie that's not doing as well as the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming in fifth was Isn't It Romantic, staying in the top five, dropping exactly 50%, racking in another $7 million. So there's your box office rundown. Any surprises or any things you're glad or disappointed to see? I'm glad to see How to Train Your Dragon 3 is making 50 55 yeah 55 million in its opening weekend that's that's pretty impressive and like Mm -hmm. you said it's the biggest for the trilogy so it's a shame but it it could also be a blessing in disguise that this is the last one yeah because if they were to push out another one it might not be as good but i'm glad that they were able to end the trilogy on such a high note Mm -hmm. so that always makes me happy to see movies do well yes i agree with you also something i want to give all seven of our listeners a little thing um, in the process of us transitioning from audio to video podcast, we started ordering the equipment necessary, and one of the things we've ordered is a new mixer and new microphones. So pretty soon, we're going to be testing out us having a microphone at the same time, which is going to be actually really fun, because I'm getting really sick and tired of just pointing it at you <laughs> whenever it's your turn, because then sometimes I'll speak with it away from me because I forget it's on you, and then and when I listen to it in the car later, I'm sitting here talking like... Yeah, I think that's a really good point, and uh, that was actually very... And it's fucking annoying. So, yeah. Audio's fun. No, it isn't. Because we're, sit- we're sitting pretty close together and talking, but whenever you, you listen to it... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're like two feet away from each other talking, but whenever you listen to this, it's like we're on the other side of the room. I know. It's, it's quite aggravating. Especially, I... Quick advice to any upcoming filmmakers out there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, cheap out on your audio shit. Literally, trust me, from someone who's been to film festivals and has something play at a film festival, your film can look like absolute... Shut up. (laughs) Sorry, he gestured about me being uptight and, you know, snobby, and it's partially true, but I was in the middle of something. Your film, as I was saying, your film can look like absolute trash. If it sounds good, you're in there like swimwear in terms of festivals. Like, you will do fine. Audio is the moneymaker. Yes. I remember editing No More Safe Haven and Long Hard Day and just getting very triggered at trying to fucking get the audio correct because, you know, I didn't really have any mixers or any professional equipment. I just had to do it all within Final Cut, and it was annoying. But anyway, now we're going to move on to talking about the results of the Oscars, um, things, just our general thoughts about them, and if we were surprised or shocked or the lack thereof of any of those results. Um, any hoozle? Uh, all right, hold on. <laughs> Ryan just pointed out to me that the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that Escape Room 2 is happening with the original director. And you know what? I The original director, I feel like he can really improve because there was some stuff directorially that I liked in that movie. But why are they fucking making another Escape Room? It was so goddamn bad. You know the way that that movie ended, that it is going into a second film. Okay. Again, it was bad. I don't know why they would do it. It didn't really... Did it break even? It didn't do horrible because it was made for pretty cheap. Okay. Well, I digress. Yeah, and, you know, it just... Well, why'd you show me that? <laughs> it, it popped up whenever I looked up the Oscar results. My, my whole vibe is just <laughs> different now. Now watch, that movie's going to come out, we're going to think it's incredible and be like, we were fucking stupid for saying that right. we were there. Who the fuck are we? I can't, t- <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've eaten my words from like, that movie looks stupid, and then it was great and vice versa. But isn't that so satisfying just trashing a movie before it even comes out yeah. and then you're just absolutely blown away? Spider-Verse. That is, I think that is one of the most magical things about movie making. Mm-hmm. 
And, and it's also going to show you that marketing and filmmaking are very different. Because I remember when they just announced that they were making Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, I was like, that's stupid. And the first trailer came out, and I was like, it looks fucking stupid. And then the reviews came out, and they were like, it's actually perfect. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll go see it. And I saw it, and I was like, wow, I'm crying, and I'm a kid. <laughs> and, you know, so that's yeah. pretty much how that goes. So you never know. But um, if you ask me right now on February 25th or 26th for y'all, 2019, uh I'm really upset that there's another one coming out. <laughs> Just saying. We'll see when the time comes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on to the Oscars. Let's talk about the Academy Awards. Yeah. First of all, Had No Host was a wonderful show, which was kind of surprising. I thought, I don't think they should ever fucking bring a host back. I liked it. It flowed much faster. You know, after the whole fiasco <laughs> of the award season, those executive producers, as soon as it starts, they're just like, God, no, please, please don't let anything yes, bad happen. Please, God, please. And I'd say that felt like one of the smoothest running yeah, Oscars it was. ever. It was. And, you know, there's only one thing that I didn't think was smooth, which I'm sure we'll get to. But um, let's just go ahead and go through these go through these awards, shall we? Yeah. Sound mixing, Bohemian Rhapsody, which was my second choice, your first choice, but um, no surprise, the sound mixing was very well done in that film, and you know, I, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know if you saw this, was the winningest movie of the night. Four Oscars. Four Oscars for Bohemian Rhapsody. It was Rhapsody. nominated for five and won four of them. Yeah. The fifth one being best, best picture. picture. Yeah. Um, I think Roma, Green Book, and Black Panther all took home three. They were tied for second place. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody has more Oscars than The Godfather. Oh, my God. <laughs> so does that mean Get it's that a better movie? No, it doesn't. <laughs> you goddamn... And you know what's really interesting is, speaking of winning the most Oscars, mm-hmm. Roma and The Favorite were nominated for the most yeah. this year at 10 Oscars. And Favorite only got one. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's really funny that um, you were just saying that. What category were we on? Uh, best film editing. Yeah, no, no, no. Now, now we're on. That was sound mixing. Okay. Now we're on documentary. I'm I'm going on the New York Times list. Oh, yeah. all right. Sorry, but I, I I saw someone say that they were upset that Bohemian Rhapsody won that Oscar for playing Queen songs in a Queen movie, and it's much more. It's much more than that. Mm-hmm. It's like. Okay, go ahead. Well, hold on. I, I'm gonna interrupt you in a second, but go ahead. Is it because I'm going to say something incorrect? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Even though, yes, it was a biopic about a band, the sound is much more than just music. Agreed. When it comes to sound mixing, yes. Okay. The fact that this movie also, I'll jump ahead, also won sound editing goes to show you that the Academy doesn't know what sound editing is because it's confusing to regular people and Academy members. And Bohemian Rhapsody won sound editing. And I was like, what? How? They didn't create any new sounds. <laughs> it's just the music and other things. Now, mixing, I wholeheartedly am okay with them winning. Mm-hmm. They mixed every sound, especially with the film editing, wonderfully. Sound editing? How did A Quiet Place not win sound editing? How did First Man not win sound editing? It's literally the creation and use of sound and how it fades in and out throughout your film and the flow of the sound. Mm-hmm. Not Bohemian Rhapsody. A Quiet Place I'm sorry. literally is revolved around sound. And fun yeah. fact, mm-hmm. the first half of the movie was edited without sound. Like, 
they didn't have any audio playing. It was mm-hmm. literally just them editing by sound. Yeah. And it wasn't nominated? Or it was? For, for it sound did. editing, sound but it didn't editing. win. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And, you know, and even like First Man, I think, was also nominated for sound editing. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good award. And there, you know, Black Panther for sound editing would have been great too. You, yeah. you have to create like vibranium noises and like the booms and that stuff. That doesn't exist. Exactly. So how do you know what it sounds like? <laughs> like, like that's the right. whole point of sound editing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like Star Wars, sense. like Ben Burt lightsabers. That sound editing, like yeah. he literally created the fucking noise of a lightsaber. And that is one of the most iconic sounds in cinematic history. Exactly. And it's like, but Bohem- no, Bohemian Rhapsody. Have your fun with your sound editing win. Yeah. All right. A documentary feature, Free Solo won, which I predicted um, should have been Once You Be My Neighbor, but it wasn't even nominated. Musso, you know, yeah. fucking. But I've actually heard this movie is very good, and I do want to check it out when I can. Yeah. I think it's on Amazon Prime right now, I think is, is where I it? saw it. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to look at that. Um, makeup and hairstyling. Ah. I don't hate it when your phone vibrates in the middle of a podcast. What phone? I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm way too lazy. Fair enough. Honestly, guys, if you're ever listening to the podcast and you and I know, first of all, I'm actually pretty good at hiding the edits, but sometimes they're very, there's a noticeable jump. And when that happens, it's because we said something that's way too controversial to keep in. So I just get rid of it. So our careers don't end. Yeah. So um, in the videos, you'll see some random cuts. Let me tell you. <laughs> that's why we will never do this live. Like when we. Eventually. When, no. When, 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 we, when we had the discussion of like, hey, we should do videos. Oh, do you want to do it live? <laughs> no. We're not going to do this live at all. We'll end our careers very, very quickly. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. This is going to be very tangible. Not tangible. God damn it. We're going to go on many tangents. Yes. English is hard. It's been a long day for you, man. It has but been. yes, uh, makeup and hairstyling, Vice one. That's no surprise there. I think uh, Mary Queen of Scots was going to give it a run for its money, yeah. if you want to even call it that. But yeah. I think that was a shoe-in for Vice. I agree, but it was the worst acceptance speech of the night. It was so awkward. They didn't know how to thank people. Yeah. Like, they just stood there like, uh, and, like, we're moving notes around. And I was like, all right, someone turn on the music and get these people off the stage. Like, it like it, a lot that night. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's tradition with the Oscars. But, like, why, did they, why didn't they do it faster with them? Like, they were standing there not saying anything. I was like, yeah. we know why they're in the makeup department. And mm-hmm. don't be wrong, makeup for the movie is fantastic. I'm not taking anything away from them. But, like, my lord, yeah. they did not know how to speak. Well, going back to the actual award itself, um, it's funny because we had a little Oscar watch party here. And whenever they were showing the clips for each movie and Christian Bale was on as Dick Cheney, Kyler leaned forward and he's like, that's not Christian Bale. And we all looked at him like, like yeah, yeah, that is. is. Yeah. That's why they won the Oscar. Yeah. So yeah, No, they did a well phenomenal deserved. job. Well oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, costume design. And production design went to Black Panther. I expected costume design. Production design surprised me over the favorite. But either way, um, the speeches were very nice and heartfelt. And um, I'm not upset by any of those wins. I'm, no. ha- I'm happy that I won costume design. And the production, they, they created Wakanda is one of the most pop culture relevant things that happened last year was yeah. the creation of Wakanda. And I think that I'm glad that it went recognized within the Academy Award. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad to see the MCU rack up three Oscars. That's cool to see. And it's well-deserved for Black Panther, too. Like, they literally created a country yeah to the point where everyone believed it was a real thing yeah like i think one of the top google searches months after that movie was is wakanda real or something about wakanda yeah that's crazy i remember reading something about that so 
they made it believable so well deserved for the cast of Black Panther or for the crew of Black Panther, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um Best Cinematography went to Roma, which I predicted. And um also Alfonso Corian just swept. Killed it last yeah. night, dude. Well, he, he, sweep, but... he took home three Oscars for different categories. And I'm pretty sure he won Best Director for Gravity and Best Editing for Gravity. I'm pretty sure he has Oscars for editing, directing, and cinematography. Yeah, Ryan's going to look that up. But I'm pretty sure he's won Oscars for editing, directing, and cinematography, and for producing, for being Best Pictures. All he's got to do is write an Academy Award-winning script, and that man has swept every major award that's not acting. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Winner for Best Achievement in Film Editing and Directing for Gravity. Yeah. Nominated for Best Picture for Gravity as well. One Best Foreign for Roma. So he's won one, two, he's won four. Yeah. Four Oscars. That is crazy. That's insane. Four Oscars in the past, what year was that, 2013? So that was 2014. Yeah. Yeah, 2014, so five years. Yeah. That's that that dude bad. is... I'm very curious to see what he's going to do next. Yeah. Very curious. Yeah. No, that, that dude is absolutely killing it. Jack of all trades, man. Yeah. Um, Very inspiring. Shallow, one original song. No surprise there. And Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are totally fucking... Am I, am I right or am I wrong, Ryan? Dude, every... <laughs> Twitter... <laughs> blew up social media blew up whenever they were performing like every everyone knew what was going on between them two but they had such a stellar performance they they knocked it out of the park performing shallow yeah and and but like even like on our couch like we were both holding our girlfriends and they were getting like oh my god and they were just kind of like getting really excited at the fact that we we thought i thought they were gonna kiss on stage and i was like his fiance is right there Literally, you could hear you could hear Ariana Grande's "Break Up with Your Girlfriend." I'm bored playing in the background, <laughs> and I was like, "My oh, lord, this is getting risky, bisky, my friend." Listen, listen. If I was performing a song on stage and someone looked at me like that, and Hannah saw, I would be sleeping in the streets that night. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Um, documentary short went to period end of sentence. Never saw it, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> um, live action short went to skin never saw it fucking next it looked like something about tattoos oh cool animated short bow that was cute it was in front of uh, Incredibles 2 I think yeah very nice to see cool win cool beans film editing Bohemian Rhapsody which I talked about on the last episode about how that narrative started to change with John Ottman saving that movie and clearly something worked yeah even though I don't think it should have won best editing I'm not like too upset because there are very well edited sequences in the film mm-hmm. but i think overall there are some editing there's some editing mistakes in the movie too but i don't think it's the most consistently well edited movie that year okay you know but um in terms of what was nominated i'm not upset that it won mm-hmm. but i think that there were better choices i think he was just under a lot of stress from two different directors yeah. and two different visions and everyone pulling the rope in a different way mm-hmm. so yeah Coming in at visual effects was First Man, which I talked about last week. I was like, don't be surprised if this freaking comes in and wins the Oscar, man. And here's the thing. Best visual effects doesn't mean most visual effects. A lot of the visual effects in First Man, you don't even realize are visual effects. Obviously, when they're in space and shit. But a lot of the stuff, like in the training sequences, and like it's CGI. And you have no idea. Like, I want to watch, I haven't watched it, but I want to watch the um, before and after 
VFX reel of First Man. Uh, I have the 4K, so maybe on the special features they have that. I want to take a look at it because I'm sure it's fascinating. And um, it, this kind of reminds me of two, the 2016 Oscars for 2015 movies. Star Wars The Force Awakens and Ex Machina were both nominated for visual effects and Ex Machina won. And it was just kind of a situation of like, doesn't matter if it was made for one one hundredth of the budget of Star Wars, and it's not about the most visual effects, it's about the best, and the Academy thought that it was the best. And it's one of those scenarios again. And I'm also glad that First Man won an Oscar because I, probably the, of all the movie nights, I probably liked that movie the most. So just on a personal level, I liked it. I still think Avengers should have won. I still think that Thanos and all the incredible feats, you know, and I just watched it again the other night, you know, and the visual effects are stunning. But um, not upset the first man one, though. Your thoughts? Yeah, no respect for the motion capture. <laughs> but, uh, no, I was I was looking at some of the uh, clips from first man earlier today because I, I just, I'd say it's one of the bigger upsets for me personally because yeah. I just, I wasn't expecting it, but you, mm-hmm. you said don't sleep on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched some of the clips and, yeah, you, like 90% of that is... Uh, visual effects mm-hmm. and you have absolutely no idea so hats off to that uh, vfx team mm-hmm. i agree um best animated feature spider-man into the spider-verse that was probably the happiest i was the whole night when they won phil lord and chris miller got fired from solo and then won an oscar in the same year god bless them god bless lord and miller and god bless spider-man into the spider-verse it should have been nominated for best picture i can't believe it wasn't yeah. but um great great film and i'm glad that it got some recognition yeah upset they didn't thank kathleen kennedy for the opportunity though <laughs> dude how fucked would that have been <laughs> that would have been fantastic they, they would never work for lucasfilm again oh hell no hell no that, that's not gonna happen anyway well true so yeah. why not why not shoot the fucking dead horse again you know yeah, yeah. no i don't yeah um best foreign language film went to roma and when that happened, that was the turning point of the night. Because when they were getting ready to do it, I was like, if Cold War wins this award, then Roma's winning Best Picture. But if, if they say Roma's name, it's not winning. And they said Roma, and we were all just like, oh, shit. It's not going to win Best Picture at that point. But good for Alfonso. Yeah, honestly, you know. good for him. Um, honestly, I'm a little upset that Roma won Best Foreign Film. Mm-hmm. Just because it was nominated for more, I wanted Cold War to get at least some recognition because yeah. I thought that was a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. But of the two, I'd say Roma is the better foreign film. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted a little recognition for uh, Paolo Polinski. Yeah, um, I agree. But all, I, I think we should also be happy that he was even nominated for Best Director and Best Cinematography because that never happens. Mm-hmm. Where so many foreign movies are express like bradley cooper didn't get it but he did mm-hmm. and um other directors like john krasinski didn't get it but he did bo burnham didn't get it but he did and like the fact that he was recognized made me very happy because it was a very beautiful film mm-hmm. but um yeah it's upsetting he didn't get any wins and that movie didn't get any wins but, but it's a much bigger win for foreign films with roma and alfonso Cuaron winning yes, yes, I, I, yes. I i completely agree mm-hmm. um but God, that man's a jack of all trades. That blows me away. It's so yeah. it's so inspiring to see one man just yeah. do the editing. Yeah. He's directing it. He's also filming it, mm-hmm. and it's also a, a huge statement for Netflix and streaming yeah. services. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because they played a teaser for The Irishman. Yes, they did. And they're gonna release that in theaters. Mm-hmm. And also, they're gonna have the um, Zac Efron 
Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy movie. Yeah, the name's escaping me because it's like yeah, ten fucking words. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's very interesting that they're going to start pushing all these movies in the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it'll be very limited in their theatrical releases. They'll just do the two week Oscar qualifying run, and yeah, then they'll go in the service. Um. But uh, moving on, adapted screenplay, Black Klansman, which I like that movie, and I'm glad that it won. I'm glad Spike Lee finally has an Oscar. But I think that that award should have gone to, just for me personally, I think the award should have gone to If Bill Street Could Talk. I agree. Um, I didn't get to finish Black Klansman because I was watching it mm-hmm. and I had to stop 30 minutes to the end of the movie because the Oscars are starting. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie, but I'd say of the two, If Bill Street Could Talk would be my choice mm-hmm. if I was voting. Yeah. And then original screenplay was Green Book, which I was actually surprised by. Um, I mean, I love the screenplay for that movie, but I, I think the favor- of the ones nominated, the favorite was my favorite, no pun intended. But um, I think there were other movies that weren't nominated that, like, I think I think Eighth Grade by Bob Burnham should have won. And it should have been nominated and won. Or, yeah. or A Quiet Place. But, sorry, I love A Quiet Place. You're not going to hear me shut up about it. But, um, I mean, I, like, I love Green Book, and I'm glad that it won Best Screenplay, but I think of the ones nominated, favorite should have got it. What about you? Um... Of the ones nominated, I'd, I'd agree that The Favorite should have won. But if we're talking all movies, then yeah, A Quiet Place definitely should have been nominated. Eighth Grade definitely should have been nominated. Um, but good for Green Book. That's a huge win. That's a huge category. So good for Green Book. Good for the crew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, supporting actress was Regina King, if Bill Street could talk, which she was great in that film, and I'm really glad that she won. Dude, that clip that they played almost yeah. had me in tears because yeah. I was like, "God, that's such a powerful mm-hmm. performance, yeah. and right. well, well deserved." Mm-hmm. Um, supporting actor Herschel Ali for Green Book, as we all take a bow as we say his name, but um, but yeah, I'm glad he won. He was phenomenal in that movie. That scene in the rain with him and Vigo is one of my favorite movie scenes of last year, and I think um, he truly gave an amazing performance. I think he even showed more range in this than he has in anything else that I've seen him in. Really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, no, I I'd say that was uh I'd say it's one that is easily predicted. I'd like I would have liked to see Sam Elliott win that. Yeah. But I mean, it's a good choice nonetheless. Fantastic yeah. choice in Mahershala Ali. Yeah. I also would have liked to see Richard E. Grant win just cuz one he was really good in Can You Ever Forgive Me and two he's just such a sweet man that I I wanted to see him be happy. If you don't follow him on Twitter, please do yourself a favor and follow <laughs> that man. So nice. He is just the happiest man. He is, and also uh, when Barbara Streisand came on stage and it cut to him and he was just so happy to see her because he's a big fan. That was so funny. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in Star Wars 9, and I'm so excited. Is he really? No. Yeah, he's playing one of the like Imperials. It's going to be so That's awesome. awesome. Yes. Um, on to my favorite moment of the entire Oscars was Olivia Coleman winning Best Actress for The Favorite. Complete surprise that not, not many people speculated but her speech was so funny and genuine. Like, she had no fucking clue that she was going to win. And just all the jokes she rattled off. And I watched her press conference afterwards, and the jokes were still going. Like, and with just the press afterwards, it was so funny. God. And just the way that... And my favorite one was when she held this up. She said, well, this is not going to happen again. And just kind of kept going. Like, she was just in the moment yeah. of, like... It was so... It was so surreal. It was genuine and wonderful to see. And I love the favorite. And I'm glad it got something. Mm-hmm. And um, her performance was very good in the movie. And I'm a big Doctor Who fan, and I first saw her on Doctor Who, so I'm very glad that she's getting some recognition. What, what are your thoughts on the win for Olivia Coleman? I'm going to watch everything she's in now. She like, <laughs> It was well-deserved, yeah. first of all. Um, 
I'd say it's an underdog because everyone was kind of banking on Glenn Close. Yeah. But after really thinking about it, no one really saw it, I feel like. Yeah, no one and saw I think that's what really hurt it. Because yeah. more people saw Favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, she was just, she was so sweet and just blown away mm-hmm. once her name was called. Um, but well-deserved, definitely going to keep my eye my eye out for her because she just seems like a wonderful person. Oh, yeah. I agree completely. Um, moving on to Best Actor, went to Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Very happy to see him win. Um, I honestly thought that, that that was a very tough category because all of them were great performances. Vigo was wonderful in Green Book. Um, Christian Bale was amazing in Vice. And he had the best clip of the night because they showed the end clip from that movie, which is fucking good. And it gives me chills. Yeah, yeah. And um, But I'm glad that Rami Malek came out with the win because... I remember when they released the first picture of him as Freddie Mercury, and I was like, oh my god, how the hell did, did, does he just look exactly like him? And not only that, but like he, the way he was posing in the photo, it was like, Jesus Christ, he's got the moves down too. And I remember watching Bohemian Rhapsody, and just see, every time he was on screen, I was just in awe. Yeah. So I'm really glad that he came out with the win on that, because you could tell he worked very hard. Yeah, no, he, he put a lot of time into being Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, again... Well deserved. I feel like going down this list, everyone here deserved this award. I didn't feel like anything was just given to them for the sake of giving them the Oscar. I don't feel like anything was a statement. Every yeah. one of these people deserved this award. Yeah, like I'm not terribly upset by really any of the wins. There were some where like they weren't my first choice, but like there was no movie that wasn't because usually every year there's one where it's like, wow, that didn't even belong in a conversation of that category, let Crash. alone to win it. Crap. Yeah, that, 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 we got to do an episode of like the worst Oscars ever won. That would be fun. Yeah. Um. But uh, at Crash at Shakespeare in Love. But um. But anyway, um, yeah. Moving on to the award of the night, Best Picture, went to Green Book, um, which got a lot of blowback. Which I don't agree with. With fuck you, honestly. If you're okay, not not to everyone, because I know some people. Okay, pretty much, I'm going to say fuck you to the people who are saying, if you like that movie, you're a racist. Or if you like that movie, then clearly you're not in touch with the um, culture of what's going on and blah, 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 all that stuff. Shut up. If you didn't like the movie because you didn't like the movie, that's fine. If you are upset that it won because you thought a lot of the other movies in that category were better, that's fine. But don't attack people for liking the movie. Don't attack people for voting for the movie. And yes, there there is some evidence of Oscar voters voting for it because they didn't want to see Netflix win. But at the same time, the overwhelming majority of people in the Academy, like there's a lot of voting members in the Academy. That had to be a small handful. Mm -hmm. There was no way that... that, And it's a preferential ballot system. So that that could have also had a hand in how it won. Because how it works is they rank one to eight their favorites. Then they put them all in piles. And whoever is the most first place votes, like they kind of do a round robin tournament with them. And it's very weird how it works. But that could have had a play in how it won as well. Just because someone didn't make it their first choice, that could have ended up being the reason it won. You never know. Yeah. And um, I think that... Uh, I think it's a great film. And I think that it was made... I actually heard Roth Cornett talk about this on Screen Junkies, which I'm a big fan of. And I'm a big fan of Roth's as well. Um, I think it was... Uh, maybe it wasn't Roth. It was, it was either Roth, Dan, Danielle, or Joe. I'm just going to say all their names because I don't remember who it was. But I was, I was watching their post show, 
And one of them mentioned up that it felt like that that movie was made for baby baby boomers, and how and that generation for it to kind of let them see, you know, during what their life was like what their not not only what their life was like, but how like kind of let them learn the lesson that the movie was trying to teach. Because okay. a lot of people our age, you know, went to school with those lessons, and I think that's why a lot of people our age are upset by its win because it it felt very safe and on the nose. Like, oh, duh, we knew this, but a lot of people in you know, the baby boomer age, our parents, grandparents, um, sometimes that could have been a very moving movie and a very important lesson for them to learn. And I feel like it was made for baby boomers, but you could also tell it was made by that same generation with the kind of topical surface level stuff that they would do. But just because it was like that doesn't make the movie any worse. It doesn't make the movie any better. I still think that in terms of character and story and relevance and heart, it was a great film. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm glad that it won. Um, I would have been happy with a handful of the nominees winning. But um, I'm really glad that Green Book won. And um, just your overall thoughts on Green Book's win. And am I digging too much into this? Because maybe I am. No, I mean, I think... I, I'd agree with a lot that you said. Um, I won't get into it as deep as you did. But no, I thought it was a well-done movie. It had a good message of friendship and mm-hmm. overcoming hate. Mm-hmm. And and uh, having compassion in a very uh, divided time in our country. Yeah. Um, But it was... I loved everything about that film, from the screenwriting of it, to the acting, to the directing, to the cinematography. I thought it was a well-done movie, and the Academy thinks it's the best movie of the year. I support that decision. Like you, I would have been happy with any other decision if they would have went with it. Um, but I, again, all these awards tonight, well-deserved. This is no exception. This award is well-deserved, in my opinion. Yeah. And it, it kind of like seemed like the hate wave for this movie came as soon as it won, because all leading up to this, no one had anything horrible to say about Green Book. Yeah. And, was- th- and then it just kind of happened on Twitter, like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is, and part of it, um, most of it, is just people like, I don't think it should have won. And that's completely fine. But then I think part of it is people upset that the movie they didn't want to win won. And it's like, all right, fine. But, but then they attack instead of just saying, I don't think it should have won. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, but I think it's a great film, and I'm glad that it won. And um, I'm looking forward to next year's Oscars and seeing what great films we get this year. Any early predictions? Just from titles being released? No, because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> just saying. Come on, right now. No. It's February. The Oscars just happened. You don't have just one. No. No. <laughs> because Chris Evans is Captain America in a leading role. You're not even going to throw that out? No. <laughs> now, are there movies that are gonna that are trying to win Oscars? Yeah. Of course. Everyone, everyone wants an Oscar. And, and, you can, room, and you can but... tell that... <laughs> escape room and you can tell that netflix wants irishman to win a lot of oscars from the placement of that trailer yeah. but uh i'm curious to see that movie i think it's gonna be really good but i think it's too early to call because and we, we also haven't had that movie come out that like guarantees the early buzz for academy awards probably won't see that for another two or three months i mean maybe it's how to train your dragon for animated yeah. but i haven't watched it yet but um yeah um maybe in a couple months we'll finally get that first movie that's like damn watch out for this one but uh we'll see yeah we shall see 
Um, we were going to do another story, but we're about five minutes over. So I think we're going to go ahead and end it. But next week, um, everyone knows I'm a fan of Quiet Place. And next week, we're going to talk about the fact that there's a sequel coming and all the important details about that. So for now, we're going to go ahead and sign off. I'm Dalton Burdett. I am Ryan Warner. Thank you so much for listening. And we're going to do videos soon. Just want to keep reminding you of that. And everyone, have a good night.